a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 14. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. From January to October, twice a month, I count down from 50 to number 31. And then throughout the month of November, which I dub to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number one every day of the month. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. You're not going crazy. Yesterday was episode 15, today is 14, tomorrow will be 13 until the end of the month when we get to number one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution they endure for their faith in Jesus Christ. So given all that uh, background on the podcast and all that being said, uh, today is Wednesday, November 17th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from Morningstar News. Brothers of a Christian in eastern Uganda on November 2nd lured him away to a site more than six hours away where they and other Muslim extremists killed him for leaving Islam, sources said. Police from Kabengo town near Masindi in western Uganda recovered the body of Mustafa Obo, burned beyond recognition after receiving a call that Muslim extremists had attacked him, the sources said. Two of Oboe's Muslim brothers, who on October 19th had beaten him and tried to kill him for his faith at their home in Tororo, eastern Uganda, lured him to Masindi on the pretext of meeting potential business partners, said a close friend of Oboe. One of the brothers who beat him and tried to set him on fire on October 19th, Ismail Odwari, phoned Oboe on October 28th, saying that he had converted to Christianity and wished to meet with him, said Oboe's friend, whose name is withheld for security reasons. The friend said that he told Oboe to be careful, as Odwari could be setting a trap for him, but that Oboe replied that God would handle the situation. The friend said that when he and Oboe met with Odwari on October 30th in Mbali, Odwari talked about Jesus, but not of having converted. On October 1st, Odwari suggested that Oboe travel with him to Masindi for business, the friend said. Quote, Mustafa accepted because he was looking for capital, because the day they beat him, relatives took all the money that he had for business, unquote. Oboe, on November 2nd, traveled with Odwari to Masindi to meet friends whom his brother said were business partners. Oboe's friend said that when Oboe and his brother reached Masindi, Obo was surprised to see another one of his brothers, identified only as Hamuzada, who was among those who had beaten him on October 19th. Obo immediately called him, the friend said. As they spoke, the friend heard shouts in the background of quote-unquote thief, probably meant to incite a mob reaction against Obo or confusing conditions under which to leave unnoticed. And then the phone connection abruptly ended, he said. 
Quote, later Odwari called me and said that Allah had killed my friend and that I should and that I should be wise and careful, unquote, the friend told Morningstar News. Quote, he was thanking Allah for enabling them to throw an infidel into an agony of death, and then the phone call ended, unquote. The friend then called a contact in Masindi who confirmed that Oboe had been killed in what appeared to be a mob attack, with other Muslim extremists helping the two brothers kill him, he said. A Morningstar news source who visited the town said people spoke of Oboe's brothers from Tororo killing him. Police were said to have been searching for the two brothers suspected of leading the killing of Obo, who have not yet, who have not since been seen in Tororo. Officers took Obo's body to Masindi General Hospital for autopsy. Obo's brothers, father, and uncle had beaten uncles had beaten him with sticks and threatened to kill him when he returned to his home to visit his ailing mother on October 19th. He told Morning Star News last month. Quote, as I arrived home, my dad and uncles ambushed me, tied me up, and flogged me with several long sticks, and they said they were going to kill me if I did not recant my Christian faith, unquote, Obo told Morningstar News at the time, saying he felt he was going to lose his life. Quote, but by grace, as they were sending someone for petrol to burn me up, a Toyota vehicle was approaching the homestead. When they saw the vehicle entering the compound, they took off each in his own direction, unquote. A former sheikh, Islamic teacher, Obo previously had not returned to his home since threats, and, since threats and violence from relatives for leaving Islam drove him away from the area in 2018. He had converted to Christianity after a pastor told him about Christ. The killing was the latest of many instances of persecution of Christians in Uganda that Morningstar News has documented. Uganda's constitution and other laws provide for religious freedom, including the right to propagate one's faith and convert from one faith to another. Muslims make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population with high concentrations in eastern areas of the country. So, I mean, this is a, a horrifying story of a man who was once a, a, a sheik, got saved, was driven away from home, goes home to visit his mother, is beaten brutally, and then is deceived into believing one brother is converted to Christ and lured away to his death. And again, as the article says, this is just the latest in a series of these uh, incidents that are ha happening in Uganda. So pray for the friends. Um, obviously, there, there's uh, not a family that is, is really mourning this man. Um, but pray for his friends. I don't know if he has a wife or children. Pray for them that they would be strengthened, uh, that God would comfort them, but that God would somehow draw his brothers and relatives into uh, repentance and faith and that they would be saved. Um, it's a horrifying story. It's, it's not good to be speechless as a podcaster, but every once in a while, it's, it's weird because as you read these stories, sometimes... I'm just able to read through them, and, and sometimes I'm affected by them. And so, for whatever reason, this one really affected me today. So, pray for uh, the friends, and, and if there is any family of Oboe who is mourning him right now, pray for them, pray that God will be glorified in this situation somehow, and that many people would come to repentance and faith through this situation. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today. 
country number 14, which is Saudi Arabia. So facts about Saudi Arabia. The region is the Middle East. Uh, the persecution type is Islamic oppression. The main religion is Islam. The persecu persecution level is very high. Population of Saudi Arabia is 34,710,000, of which about 1,200,000 are Christians. So somewhere in the... Um, what is 1% of 34? That's, yeah, it's 3%. Somewhere in there, 3% of the country. The government is an absolute monarchy, and the leader is King Salman bin Abdulaziz El Saud. So what does persecution look like in Saudi Arabia? What is life like for Christians? The majority of Christians in Saudi Arabia are expatriates. Most come from low-middle-income countries in Asia and Africa, but there are some from the Western world. Besides being exploited and poorly play, paid, Asian and African workers are regularly exposed to verbal and physical abuse because of their ethnicity and low status, but their Christian faith can also play a role in this. Expatriate Christians are severely restricted in sharing their Christian faith with Muslims and in gathering for worship, which entails the risk of detention and deportation. Consequently, expatriates tend to keep silent about their faith. The few Saudi Christians from a Muslim background face even more pressure, especially from their families. Expatriate Muslims converting to the Christian faith also face strong persecution, likely similar to the levels that they would have experienced in their home country. Whether Saudi or otherwise, most converts are forced to practice their faith in secrecy. Nevertheless, the small number of Saudi Christians has been slowly increasing, and they are becoming bolder, sharing their faith with others on the internet and via Christian satellite TV channels. Such public action has led to serious repercussions from Saudi families and authorities. Despite dropping a place, the situation for Christians in Saudi Arabia remains relatively unchanged and still extremely challenging. While there is a slight reduction in reports of violence and family life opposition, there have been marginal increases in pressure elsewhere, that is, pressure in community, national, and church life. Who is the most vulnerable to persecution? The level of persecution in Saudi Arabia is generally the same all over the country, although social control is likely to be higher in rural areas. A possible exception are Western expatriate compounds, where there is less control and pressure to adhere to strict Islamic norms. Ways we can pray for Saudi Arabia. Pray that the Lord will continue to use the internet to strengthen and unite believers and grow the Saudi church. Pray that the Lord will reveal himself to both Christians and non-Christians in dreams and visions. Pray that the protection of all Christians in Saudi Arabia and for them to be given continued wisdom and discernment as they seek to follow and share Jesus. So let me just, I know a lot of my listeners and watchers, uh, viewers, um, are very much reformed and, and some are cessationist. Obviously, Open Doors USA is, is Open Open Doors USA is not a cessationist group. Um, neither am I a cessationist. I do believe that God still works miracles. There have been many uh, stories and testimonies of Muslims coming to faith in Christ simply because of a dream about Jesus. So whether or not they were visited by Jesus in that dream and whether you not believe it. But these are people who are genuinely saved, willing to go to their death because of their belief in the gospel, because of their sin and repentance, not anything about their best life now or any of those things, 
but they have come to that because of dreams that they've had about Christ. So whether you believe, whether you're a cessationist or not, there is testimony that these people are coming to faith because of these dreams, and I don't have a problem praying for that. So if you do have a problem, leave, leave, leave a comment in the, uh, in the comment section below or shoot me a text or something uh, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Um, let's pray. Father, thank you so much uh, for this time we have to come together to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we do praise you for the, the social media platform through the internet that you have provided for us, whether it be Facebook or YouTube. As long as we are able to utilize those platforms, Lord, we praise you that you've done that so that we can come together across vast distances and even across the span of time. As many others are going to be watching this video later today or downloading the podcast and taking it with them. So, Lord, we thank you that you have given men the wisdom and the intelligence and the inspiration to create these things so that we can be uh, joining together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we pray for the friends and family of of our brother Mustafa Obo. Um, Lord, I, I don't know if he had a wife. I don't know if he had children. Obviously, we know he had friends and, and, and church, uh, fellow church members or believers that he had fellowshiped with. And Father, we, we ask that you would be with those who are mourning with him today. We, we mourn with those who mourn. Um, Father, I can't imagine being lured away by your brothers under the false pretense of, of a conversion to Christianity only to be murdered and martyred for your faith, Lord. And so, um, God, I, I just, again, as, as this is called the fifth seal, I, I just think of, of our brother Obo under, under that altar crying out to you, Lord, how long till our blood is avenged? And, and Father, we, we pray, come quickly, Lord. Um, but we do pray, God, that you would be glorified in this situation, that you would uh, somehow use this, this, this willingness to go to his death, his willingness to not recant his, his faith in you, Lord. Pray that that, that would be a, a, a uh, just a thorn in the side of his brothers, that it would drive them to repentance, that they would recognize that their brother knew something that they need to know, and that is that, that you died for, for their sin, to pay the penalty for their sin, that if they will repent, that they could be reconciled to the Father and, and have eternal life with you, Lord. And so we pray that you would use this situation to draw those people, his uncles, his father, his family, all those that, that beat him so brutally on the 19th and, and tried to murder him then. Lord, we pray that you would draw all of them to repentance and faith and that you'd be glorified in that. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Saudi Arabia. We pray that you would continue again to use the internet to strengthen the faith of those there that, that are following after you, that you would draw believers together, that they would be able to fellowship, if not out in the open, that they would be able to fellowship with each other through the internet. Lord, and that, that they would continue to be discipled and to learn and to grow in their faith through videos and sermons and all the things that they can acquire uh, through the internet lord we do pray that as you have revealed yourself to others in in by some way in in these dreams lord that you would continue to do so and draw more and more of the the muslims there in saudi arabia to repentance and faith in you 
And Lord, we do pray for the protection of our brothers and sisters, that they would be wise um, as serpents and innocent as doves, Lord, that they would have great discernment in, in situations. Lord, I pray that that if they are put in a situation like our, our brother Mustafa, Lord, that they would be willing to stand firm in their faith and go to their death proclaiming your gospel. But Lord, I pray that they would have wisdoms that they would not be put in those circumstances and those situations and that you would protect them from that, that they could continue to worship and grow and even proclaim your gospel, Lord, that they would be bold to proclaim your gospel in the face of persecution. And again, we pray, Lord, that you would be glorified in all of these things because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for taking the time out. 15, we're a little over 15 minutes. That was a long article that we read and a lot of uh, just, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but um, commentating upon it. So thank you. I appreciate you guys taking the time out to come and to join us to pray for our brothers and sisters. Again, if you know anybody else who would be willing to spend 10 to 15 minutes a day, sometimes a little more, uh, praying for our brothers and sisters, being aware of what's happening around the world, send them over to the Fifth Seal page on Facebook. They can come to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the notification, get all the stuff that I, all the content that I release there. If they don't have time to sit down and watch an entire video, they can download the audio podcast anywhere where they get those. Just look for the fifth seal on Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, any of the places you get your audio podcast. They can get this, download it, put it in their earbuds, take it with them as they're out, and join us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, please preach the gospel at all times. Use words because they are necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.